All right, Keep It Basement Podcast, Tom Zappia, Mike Sweeney is not here. We have a round table, I love the setup, of comedians. Vin Brew of The Brewer Show, Long Branch Legend. Sean McDonough, who's trying to get the fuck out of here so he can hit Olive Garden with his girl. And Don... Bernard, is that your name? Don Harris. Don Harris? Where's yeah. the Bernard from? It's, I got two middle names. It's for parole back in the day. <laughs> I would love to hear that. <laughs> Don Harris, a legend in the game of stick-up comedy. Uh, you know, he's got some shows coming up, and he runs shows around New Jersey. So, guys, it's fun. We can fucking get all three of you on at the same time. That way it's a little fucking more, you know, we can chop it up and put it out in different increments and shit or just put them out at different times since you basically come into where we do it in the fucking basement's a pain in the ass for most people so thank you guys for coming on how are you guys doing? doing great doing lovely living luxurious living luxurious yeah. I don't have a nice uh, common theme as Sean McDonough's podcast does about science and or Facts, facts are onion cheese. Facts, is, yeah. There's a lot more cheese than facts lately. We went like, off the rails a little bit. Yeah, I like I mean, getting into the conspiracy shit. I know you do that a lot. Not, yeah, I mean, you know, we could. Not really, though. I listen to it. I don't talk about it. I listen to it. Dude, I'm obsessed with conspiracy theories and anything fucking, like, anything that can't be proven. You know what I mean? Like, or anything that's unsolved. It's like super weird. Like I just scan. You, you listen to murders and shit. Like you listen to like murder podcasts. Like, no, more so watch videos. Like okay. I'll watch videos of unsolved murders or unsolved mysteries. Uh, you like get scared at night and shit. I just more like interesting. Like how the fuck could this happen? You're plotting, aren't you? On what? You're plotting. Yeah. Well, I've been doing that for a while. <laughs> Trying to figure out how to get away with it. Yeah. My boy works for the uh, Essex County Public Defender's Office. Oh god, he's probably got some stories. And I was like, yo, how do you get away with a murder? And it's pretty extensive, <laughs> apparently. You gotta do a lot of stuff these days because there's cameras everywhere. You know what I mean? They track your license plates. So basically, you gotta get a boat and disappear and leave your phone on the beach. I figured it out. <clears throat> so. I yeah. heard a boat is the way. Yeah, I would just like. They throw people off a boat. That's, what, that's the thing. It's like, how the hell can you get away with murder now? And then I, watching some of these videos, some of the cases are from like. A month or two ago, and I'm just like, how is this like, or like three or four years ago, and they're still like not solved? Like, how is there not like easy evidence? Ca- like, yeah, cameras in your house, phone. Tracing. I'm going old school Italian. We're going right to the pig farm, dog. That's what I think. Fucking things eat everything. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, um, I yeah, I'm just like I I just get my my mind is blown. My mind's blown more of, of like that shit than like you know. I guess other people get kicks off like fucking aliens or like uh, I don't know ghosts or whatever paranormal shit. Epstein, like Jack Steiger, but like Epstein. or Epstein, Epstein, yeah, shit like that. You know, you, got, you know, he got fucking killed by somebody. Whoever took care of that is doing fine though. Damn, it was only three minutes in. We got a Jack Steiger reference. <laughs> oh shit! Shout out to Steiger yeah. tapes. Yeah, Steiger yeah. tapes. It's actually kind of good if he fucking could cut the background noise out. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So you guys are like Long Branch guys, or like Shore guys. So yeah. like we. You know, we kind of have some people who are uh, more delegated to this area, so I figured, you know, well, why not? We're all doing, we're all on the same shows, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Don, right. uh, well, Don's got your, your show coming up that you Yeah, we're going to plug it up. I'm doing a show with Carl Callen, Tom Zappia's on it, McDonough's on it, then Bruce headlining, it's at the Brighton Bar, the 19th, and then uh, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas. On Avenue A in the East Village, it's uh, headlined by Giannis Papas. We got Gordon Baker Bone and then McDonough and Vin Brew again. I'm hosting. If you don't like me, I won't be on stage that long. So, you know, it's going to be for you. Giannis is dope. He's a nice guy. So, And we got the uh, Tickle Salty Cucumber, right? Tickles oh, pickles. yeah, my bad. There's also Tickles and Pickles. <laughs> uh, or pickles and Tickles. That is the soonest one, but you know what? I... 
And I'm going to refrain from my Highlands comments, yeah. but uh, Sean McDonough is going to be taking the reins for that, and it's really going to be up to him and a couple other people if they want to keep that vehicle running still. We're going to fight some mongrels as well. Yeah. I love that fucking place. Just... I mean, you were great when you were headlining some dude who was obviously on blocade and drunk out of his mind, yeah, like, walked up fun. on you on stage, so. Yeah, that was fun. You always get that kind of shit of just, like... Especially a place like the Highlands or anywhere on the oh, Jersey Shore. That yeah, the Highlands, is, the Highlands is just like Southeast Keyport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keensburg. Whole, Keensburg, yeah. That yeah. whole area. Whatever, like, Keyport, Keensburg, same shit. Yeah. Keyport, Keensburg, and Belford, Middletown. Yeah, Port Monmouth is the, is the light edition Port, of fucking Keensburg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Highlands, Highlands, like all that is just a fucking, like they're all I the met, same. I, I remember I met some kid, he had a tattoo that said EM for East Middletown, like he was a gangster. <laughs> I never even, yeah. even heard of East Middletown He called himself Lefty Two Nose or some shit, because when he would steal your cocaine, he would do it with his <laughs> Yo, that's amazing. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Nikki two nose or something. I actually got punched in my face. Pounds. I don't know anybody. My fucking cousin lives in that in that area, but I don't. That was all just a blur to me. And then everyone's like, "Don't go to Kingsburg. It's awful. Don't go to fucking the Highlands. It's awful." I'm just like, I, I, I mean, it's good for a visit. Definitely don't live there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like that's like Florida. Like, DUI. Oh yeah, I caught my DUI there. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, shout out to the Highlands. Poor you know, that's a good place. It's great. Oh, you got a DUI, poor mama? Yeah. Fucking it. Yeah, I got a DUI in Tin Falls. We're getting like the trifecta. Of Hell Mama's yeah. County. I'm the only one without a DUI here. Yeah. Yeah. Only one without a drinking problem. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you drink? I never see yeah, you drink. Yeah, but not a lot. Yeah, we drank too much, so we don't yeah, yeah. we don't drink like anymore. Yeah, just seltzer. Yeah, seltzer and coffee, and we got some cheese. Danish. Coffee's coffee's coffee. I'm bad, but like, yeah. Um, what the hell was I just about to say? Oh, well, yeah, Atlantic Highlands or Highlands? I don't fucking know which is which. Yeah, the roads are all in like up and down. I feel like I'm in San Francisco, so yeah, you're yeah. gonna catch a DUI there if you're driving home from the place. Yeah. It's like it's like San Francisco hills. With like Oklahoma City people, yeah. You know yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the way it is. And scaled down much smaller with probably oh, yes. more. All right, well, I'm, I'm being back in. So I all right, run. take it easy, dog. Peace, right, beloved. Get that tour, shows. Italy. Shawnee, Shawnee Yo, bring me some free breadsticks tomorrow, bro. All right, <laughs> Olive Garden is popping. OG Olive Garden. What do you think's the best like uh, way to reheat them things? What is it? Uh, breadsticks. Because yeah. I do pizza in a frying pan. Really? Yeah, you do it. The do do the bottom, and then right before the end, you do ten seconds face down. Get that crispy shit. Not like why well, have soggy pizza out the microwave? Never tried it. Yeah. You drink coffee black too? Yeah. Fucking psychopath. baby, black only. Oh, we used to call that John Wayne in jail. I love black. <laughs> black coffee. Where did that come from, John Wayne? John Wayne, some cowboy shit. You ain't got no insurer or milk to fucking. Nah. You know, like man. It's the way God intended it. Nice oh, it's one of the signs of being a psychopath. Oh. Black coffee and fucking straight vodka. I'm definitely mm. a psychopath. No, <laughs> vodka. Yeah, you might be a psychopath. Vodka at all, I is like no to me. I don't yeah. even like mixed vodka. Why don't we get into some fucking comedy? Because you guys are, you guys, I haven't known you guys that long, honestly. It seems like we know each other already, but um, I feel like when I came down this way, you know, you, more people started popping off, like, the past, like, uh, year or two, like, coming around. Because Waldo said, he, like, he used to do stand-up back, like, four, five, six years ago, and, he, like, nobody would, like nobody was around, really, or, or, they were, or they were not, like, nice, or they were, you know... 
up from North Jersey mostly, but I feel like in the last two or three years, I'm guessing, like, most of these, sh- all these shore guys, like, we kind of came around. Like, all people that go to the Brighton or, like, fucking Asbury or whatever, I don't think, I think we all started, I think they all started, like, in the past, like, two years, three years. Yeah, it's been uh, less than two years for me. It'll be two years in January because of the Brighton, you know. Yeah, the Brighton, close. yeah, that's super clutch. And, uh, but didn't, didn't you used to live in the city, though, like, back in the day? Yeah, I lived in New York for 13 years. So you it never, like, hit your head to do it in New York? No. Nah. No, really? I hated it. I had friends who would do it, and I would go, and it would be terrible. And I'm like, I'm never. You ever seen anybody like that? Like made it big? No. 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 <laughs> no. no. You never. No. Did. They were most of them were one and done. Really? And like, you know, they'd That's... Be like I'm having a show, and I'd go, and it would just be awful. They would bomb, and I'd be like, this is so embarrassing. Really? I can't do this. How old were you when you moved to the city? Uh, Eighteen. Oh I went my to god. NYU, and then I uh, stayed there for ten more years. Holy shit. But I was in a band, so I, I yeah. did that the whole time. So I was running around in a Speedo, you know, <laughs> whistling, blacking nights. out every night. Classic. and um, So that was my way of expressing myself back then. But That's funny. I didn't have the balls to get up on stage and tell jokes. So would you figure that a Brighton popped up so close, it's like a call? I feel like it's a call. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, well, Drew, who's the sound guy, uh, I was driving by the Brighton one night, and he texted me right as I was driving by, and I'd heard about the open mic, and he was like, you got to come here, everyone's fucking terrible. <laughs> and I was like, ah, how bad could it be, you know? So I went, and I was like, okay, I'm a, I'll give it a shot, you know? And it was, uh, I felt like uh, Heather had a nice, welcoming oh, yeah, kind of vibe that was there, you know? It was kind of anything goes, yeah. and you get seven minutes, and no one cares you know, it's not yeah. a very judgmental. It was a safe space. Yeah, you can throw for, up on stage. It didn't yeah. matter. Like, <laughs> you can whip your dick yeah, out yeah, on yeah, stage. Yeah. And That's happened before. I've never done that. <laughs> that is fucking... I can't believe you did that legendary. Yeah, my, myself, I've been doing it like two years and a little bit. I find that most of us come from music backgrounds. Like, you came out of a band. I used to do rap and fucking uh, slam poetry. McDonough used to rap. It's like nobody... Everybody got into comedy. Nobody wants to be a 30-year-old white rapper. <laughs> And, like, there wasn't anything down here to my knowledge before uh, Heather actually founded that mic. And I think it's perfect now because you got people who are sharpening their swords over the past few years. And the more and more people, you know, work on their shit. You know, it's a, it's a, good, it's a good time to be into, like, the alt-type deal. You know, turning other rooms into comedy places. Because people want to laugh. You know, it's like you just got to bring them to them. You got to figure it out, you know. Which is what I've been doing for the past year. That's why I fucking, like, give up, like, people like you who, like, just start their own rooms, like, I, because I'm, like, that's such a fucking hassle and a process, and, like, I'm just telling people, it's like, the name of the game now is to just fucking, you know, the internet game and do your own shit and start your own rooms, like, don't rely on, like, uh, you know, anybody else really. But, like, you should be able to start a room, because you never know, it might pop. Like, look how quickly, like, you know, a, like a like fucking Waldo's room or whatever could pop. Like, you never know. Like, you always throw great shows at the Brighton. And the way they just, like, basically took you guys in, because they were, they were fucking, they are a rock club for the most part. Well, I, he's, he's my one of my middle school teachers. Yeah, I was going to say. The guy who owns the place. Known all them forever, right? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Mr. Macalino, shout out. You know, yeah, but, uh, yeah, d- dude, he's just this old Italian dude. Not old, but, like, you know. <laughs> Probably almost 60, if not older and shit, and he'll let you take a swing at it. He didn't want to give comedy a Saturday, and I said, fucking, I want to take no for an answer. And then he's like, I can't give you Saturday. Comedy isn't going to bring any money in. And I'm like, what about the daytime? And that's like the origin (laughs) 
of fucking throwing the barbecue yeah. because I was like, fuck that. I'm throwing a barbecue then. He's going to give me a Saturday. It's going to ring up well with the bar. And then afterwards, I was just like, yo, man, you got to give me my Saturday or what? And he was like, cool. And I was like, all right. Well, it's like an education and shit. And I'm actually working in a theater now and uh, getting some real event planning under my shit. I heard about and, that, uh, yeah. In yeah. Grove, right? Kind of? Yeah, it's in Ocean Grove. It's a non-profit. It's the Jersey Shore Art Center or whatever. We're going to start doing a mic over there probably in January. You'll uh-huh. see some promotion up for it. But, um, yeah, just trying to figure it out, like, legitimizing things and learning, like, it's not a fucking, uh, it's a thankless task, you know, people say at a good time, like, I'll come back or whatever, but you don't put fucking 100 hours into an event, like, especially my first one, like, I worked fucking so hard on it, and then you walk after everything's paid for, and you made, like, 130 bucks, and if you whittle it down, you made, like, a dollar an hour, and people are like, fuck him, he took all the money, it's like, dude, I didn't even make money like that, but the, the whole point is to learn how to make money, and then let the money circulate, but... There's a thing about, like, there's a lot to it, though, because you, you got friends, and, like, you kind of got to separate, like, your friends and your your business, like, how you want to throw, like, if you want to throw the shows, like, you don't want to give spots as favors, you want to really believe in somebody, you know, because to me, it's like, I'm doing a thing in New York, and it's like, I booked Giannis, because, yeah, who's, he's fucking a killer, and, um... You know, he, he's the draw to that show. Yeah. You know, Giannis is going to draw it and not stick up comedy. So my goal in 2020 is to really build the brand where the people who are sharpening their swords down here can be able to go do a room in New York and they're like, all right, I want to go to a stick up comedy show because they, you know, they book good shows. Right. That and I don't got a fucking boss and I can write off everything. And yeah. I, it's very good. Very good. That's the thing with running your own shows. It's like if you can get people's trust and not be like a fucking scam artist and also have a venue that backs you you know that's going to help in the lo- that's going to help more than anything else because a lot of these you know a lot of comedy places because back when fucking comedy was really popular they would throw up comedy anywhere it's like you know you're, you're like fucking Chinese and there's like comedy going on in the back you're like what the fuck is going on but if you have a venue that's like fucking promoting it beforehand and like making it set up nice you got chairs you got whatever and they're like you know, the, they're paying, they're giving you a budget so you can pay the comics, you know, and all that stuff added together, then it usually makes for a good show, like, yeah, but you also got, together. You also gotta be weary, because there's, like, rooms, they'll be like, y'all give you a budget, because they're looking for a bump in their liquor sales for that night, because that night may be dead there, yeah. and then, like, you don't have the liberty to tell people to adhere to the rules of the comedy show, like, Vin said he tried to talk to somebody who lets him do stuff somewhere, and he's just like, yo, I can't affect my bottom line I can't tell my regulars please be quiet right right yeah 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 oh are you looking to start a room no I got a place in the city where the band plays all the time it's a nice bar and there's always people there and so I just uh, 11th street bar oh nice and uh, but yeah I asked if we could throw a comedy show and he was just like they've Mm -hmm. done it and and, people try to shush the Locals. Yeah, that's the thing in the city too. Like, since it's fucking everywhere in the city, down here you get, you know, you have less of a taste of it. We still got a little bit of a scene. Like, there's places to get up, but like, sometimes you can hit harder in like just a, a random New Jersey room because it's like not happening. You know, you walk in every other bar on Saturday night and, or on a you know a Tuesday night in the city. You know, you can hit forty, you can hit fifteen mics a night if you want to in the city. Yeah, so I've it's done like it. everywhere. Well, not know? fifteen. I've done the no, most. I, I did was seven. But that's like, great. I can usually get four in. 
Dude, that was a Sunday during the day. You'd start with the uh, brunch at the old stand and just run yeah. around. Like, you're legit spending your whole day running around. And, yeah. like, back in the day, I wouldn't drink until, like, midday. But by the time <laughs> number seven came, like, I had no business being up there. <laughs> That's why I quit drinking because I'm tired of having no business being up in places. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's the thing. Yeah, a lot of these guys are like, um, I feel like a lot of the guys down here are fucking great, or like really, really good. And I just want them to fucking like keep, you know, keep going up and go up to more places and, and get in, and go into the city and just do, you know, do a podcast and do all the other shit because it's like, it's, it's like you fucking know what could hit off. Like, like if you have one successful comedy show that you run every month, like. Yeah, look at Joe and JC. Yeah, look at Joe and JC. Hags. It's been running for two years. Like that's there's something to be said about that. Yeah, I mean if you can get it has to go on promotion and marketing as well as being like good at you know having good comics and shit like that. But like if you can make it work, like that and just realizing like you're not a fucking like you're not gonna get rich. Like this isn't like an end game. Like you're not gonna run off like you know people have in the past. You know, I mean. Basically, Vinnie Beetle. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm giving it up to the people who produce or try to start their rooms. I'm thinking about it somewhere, but I mean, I fucking produced a show with my three buddies who I had, I when I was like fucking four months in, I was so bad. And it was like, you know, it was like, it didn't amount to what we wanted, obviously, but it's like you're four months and you got no business producing a show. And now, four years later, I still don't want to fucking produce a show. So I give it up to people who produce and to fuck, you got to deal with comics. You got to deal with egos. You got to deal with money. You got to deal with the venue owner. You got to deal with alcohol. Like, it's a fucking bitch. Yeah, it is. I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying well, I'm sure to include Vin Brew. I'll be back. I got to go grab something for upstairs. Sure. I'm sure the same goes for fucking, you know, music. I, I just think music is more. In the grand scheme of things, more universally accepted than comedy in like a night bar setting. If it's not an actual comedy club, like, there's great rooms where there's comedy. Don't get me wrong, obviously, that aren't bars necessarily. But like music has always been like a fucking bar thing. Like you, you, what was it like, like playing music, like back, you know, coming up and like you were doing. Where, where would you guys play? Just bars in the city and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's same kind of shit with sleazy promoters, and you know, you got to bring this many people. Yeah. There was this one place, the Pussycat Lounge, in uh, like the financial district where we would play, and they would say you got to bring fifteen people, and every doesn't matter how many people you brought, they would tell you you brought fourteen, so that they wouldn't <laughs> have to pay you, and like just they did that constantly. But then they're like, oh, we'll give you a residency, and then they would never pay you, and this company like did fucked over so many people, but a lot of places were like that, and just got older and tired of. Of dealing with it, but in terms of the crowd, like yeah, people are, you know, like even if you don't like the band, it's just like background music, you know. Whereas a comedy yeah. club, it's it's like you know, if you're not, you don't care as much if you're not paying attention to the music yeah. because it's like they're not talking to you; they're just you know singing for you, and they're not you know necessarily working on shit. They like you know how to practice songs and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, well, that's the thing. What what do you like? Why did you do comedy if you were if you already like? good at music and like you know because I've seen you do both and you're <laughs> fucking good at both so I was just oh, like thanks. you know there's got to be similarities and differences obviously but I mean uh, I've always wanted to be, I'm saying because I've always wanted to fucking be in a band so badly but I've ne I never even like I played drums for like two years that was about it yeah. but like I had no like musical whatever well I love the freedom that comes with just just you and a microphone you know whereas like having a band like I love my band dearly but uh, like 
we never practice. Everyone lives far apart. We're just finding the time to get together. Yeah. And like so, it's just tough to see eye to eye. And like, yeah, I work with people. That's tough, you know, trying to get everyone on the same page. With everyone's everyone's got different influences and different ideas about what they want to do. So at this point, we're all just like we just keep playing the same songs over and over. <laughs> you know, cause we know them and it's easy. And, but a lot of different personalities. So the thing about comedy is you just go up and it's all on you. You yep. know, if you succeed or fail, it's just on whatever comes out of your mouth at that point in time. Yeah, it's a good point. It's more like a solo thing in, in the grand scheme of things. You can do it. Yeah, it's a lot of drama with being in a band. Yeah. Partnership is a sinking ship, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go solo. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not in every aspect of life. Like, creatives gotta work together, but... Sure. You know, I, I agree with Vin, like, wholeheartedly about, like, the freedom of it. You know, because there's, when you eat a bag of dicks, like, there's no good feeling, like, at all. Like, the worst thing somebody can do is, like, I had my buddy's drunk uncle came up to a club to come see me. And I ate, like, fucking 20 bags of dicks. And he just walked up, touched my shoulder, like, takes a lot of courage to get up there. <laughs> like, man, it's if you don't get your fucking hands off me right now, but when you kill, you get, like, high off that shit. Yeah. Like I get in trouble because I go slam a couple shots. Like, ooh, we made it through that one, and then I can't turn it off sometimes. And they're like, "Fucking Don was picking on me, being a dick." <laughs> That's hilarious. Which sometimes is fun, but sometimes goes epically wrong. I'm just gonna do this for later. I'm not doing this right now. Kidding me? I just gotta get it ready. <laughs> It's a, it's a good way to multitask. Well, that's the thing with music, though. It's like, if you're playing a band, like one of my buddies is in a band, and they're a cover band, so I always shit on them. I'm just like, you're not even fucking, you know. But as a joke, but I mean, I'm not fully wrong. Anyway. Um, like, if you're screwing up what you're supposed to be doing, I guess it's noticeable in an essence, but if there's like five of you, I guess it's a little less noticeable. And then you could always argue at the end, like, we sucked because of you this night, and I was fine. But comedy, like, no, you just suck because it's just you. Yeah. That's definitely a way to look at it. There's no fucking excuses, man. <laughs> I guess not. Like, people like, it was the room. If I did a savage fucking guitar solo on that, I don't, yeah. I don't know how music works, and then the yeah, drummer, like, missed four yeah. or whatever. Someone be like, I would get pissed off if someone fucked something up just because, like, you know, we practice, you should know this, yeah. you know, and then everyone gets stoned and someone just totally fucks up a song, and I just <laughs> want to fucking, like, stop and strangle them. And I mean, I used to fuck up all the time starting out. I was just hammered all the time. <laughs> they all wanted to kill me. And then, uh, you know, I started to learn what I was doing and take it more seriously. But uh, it's frustrating when you put it. But as my wife was, she's always like, no one cares. No one notices, you know, like you might have noticed a wrong note. But, yeah. you know, most well, that, people in the crowd don't care. That's that's the thing. Like, I went to fucking, uh, what, See Here Now? Mm-hmm. Remember? That shit's going very well, obviously. Yeah, it's, that guy's It's a music shit. town anyway, yeah. but they've been getting good acts. But, like, I don't know, we saw, uh, I don't know, somebody was closing out or whatever. Incubus, maybe? Yeah, Incubus know. was one of the bands. Uh, and somebody was like, was they're Dave so Matthews bad. And I'm just like... I it, like so, like they're like telling me like somebody's like playing whatever. I'm just like I can't even tell. Like it sounds exactly like if I was listening to it on the radio. Yeah, I mean, I walked out of a Third Eye Blind concert earlier this year. <laughs> really? I went with my girlfriend. and It was like guilty pleasure. Listen to man, that Red yeah. album gets me. But um, <laughs> dude, we were That's so. That's song I know. That, I wanted to hear that and graduate. That's all I wanted to hear. But they were so terrible. And we were Seattle. Really? And it was just a crowd full of white folks. Well, I mean, a crowd full of white folks could be out of three eleven or th- whatever. 
Third Eye Blind concert anytime, <laughs> but they were just sitting. It was the first concert I ever been to, like where everybody was just sitting. Really? And like the guy was fucking terrible. Like it was bad. It was like it was bad. He was he was singing over a track, and it just sounded like. You know, hammered on doing karaoke. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't tell. Like it, it seemed like the, like at points his mic wasn't even on there. Like this guy's just in rough shape right now. But like I was pissed off at you know whatever. Fuck Seattle. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You what's good with Seattle? Because I fucking heard there's a good club there. No, no, that club's a shithole. Comedy, Fuck that. What is it? Comedy Underground. Yeah, the or Comedy Seattle Underground. Put it like this: the Stress Factory looks like the fucking Taj Mahal compared to the uh, really? Seattle Comedy Stress Underground. Stress Factory's a great club. It is a great club, and I'm not downing them. I'm just saying, like, it is no, like, like I'd eat off the floor to stress before I ate off the table at fucking <laughs> the Seattle uh, Comedy Underground. Like, it took me a while to understand when I was moving there. People were like, "Oh, there's a scene out there." Because yeah. back in the day, I think like Duncan Trestle was there. Joey Diaz was there for a little bit. I think Stanhope was there. A lot of them were running through there. Oh, yeah. Um, that guy who uh, was on Whose Line Is It Anyway, he was on Drew Carey, uh, has a room called Laughs, and I heard good things about that. But as a whole, all the touring comics either do this one theater or they don't come to Seattle. They come to Tacoma, and then they skip over to Spokane. And Spokane Spokane's Comedy got a Club. Club, yeah. Yeah, they, they love that. There's nothing else to do. It's on the opposite side of the state. It's on the border of Idaho, and, like, people embrace oh, yeah. the shit out of that, like... Gary Owens there like four fucking times a year, and I don't think there's any black people in Spokane. <laughs> so <laughs> that's for damn sure. Or Idaho for sure. Yeah, I'd love to meet a black guy from Idaho. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, there's so many, there's so many fucking cities uh, with like good rooms and good clubs and shit. So you don't even like. That's the thing. That's why like a place like Spokane Comedy Club's gonna hit. Like they don't fucking have anything else. Nothing. If your backyard is Idaho, I'll kill myself. Like, what am I gonna do? You just get drunk and you go to a comedy show or you go to fucking you probably just sit at the bar all night. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, you don't get drunk like out there. Like New Jersey, we have a culture of overserving, and I'm not saying that because like I don't drink anymore. I'm just saying overall, I think that's a coast like, thing, yeah. yeah, like we fucking get our drink on. Like we overindulge like a motherfucker. In Washington, they know everybody's got to drive everywhere, so like. Us, me being loud, just a Jersey dude. If I was loud with somebody else, just like I am right now, you know, dead ass sober, like fucking, they'll they'll flag you for no reason. Just uh-huh. like, yo, you're being too loud. Like you gotta <laughs> chill, dude. Like you really? can't be all fucking loud and boisterous. It's not like it is out here. And like the fuck word and everything, that shit don't fly. Really? Oh no. Oh my god, that's the thing. Imagine like coming to Jersey after being like somewhere proper, like in the Midwest. Like Utah or freaking Well, Idaho. one of my best friends, we call him Big Country, he's from Utah. He's my buddy's uh, half-brother. And uh, when he first came here, he didn't own a pair of sneakers. He just had a pair of work boots and a pair of shit kickers. And I would be like, yo, Big Country, nice fucking uh, belt buckle. He'd be like, not a belt buckle, it's a trophy. And, like, they legit roped in high school. Like, they don't do shit there. Like, he would go to Walmart, fucking buy some beer from the state store, get pissed drunk, and flip their pickup trucks when they're, like, 16. <laughs> He's like, I had to get out of Utah. I was going to be a firefighter or a rancher for the rest of my life. Firefighter's not bad. Well, firefighter's different out west. That's they They're seasonal. They send them out to fight the wildfires and shit. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. Yeah, Utah. I just, like, i never been to that part of the country. I can't even, like, imagine. Yeah. I've, I've literally never been anywhere in the middle of the country. Oh, I've you been to go. just the yeah. coast. That's it. The coast in New Orleans. That's literally it. I've been to New Orleans. I got a great New Orleans story. Oh, me too. I fucking, that was my favorite trip ever. Yeah, me and my buddy split seven grams of mushrooms on Bourbon Street. Ooh. Oh, God. I, <laughs> yeah. got, I, blacked, I blacked out on Bourbon Street last night, Fat Tuesday. We were there in the heart of Mardi Gras through okay. the night. 
I remember I just remember blacking out at the, some three level bar where I was out on the balcony throwing beads and I don't remember anything after that. Yeah, but you know what? Fucking Fat Tuesday is like the safest time to go out there. Yeah. We were there on like a Thursday in the off season. And yeah. It was fucking sketch city. <laughs> now, dude, what, yeah, once it hits midnight on Fat Tuesday, the cavalry start coming in on the horses and they get everyone the fuck out of there. But yeah, yeah I was drunk for like four straight days. Yeah. But New Orleans, dude, they say that they're right. It's like there's no place like it. It's like you're almost not in. Yeah. It's kind of like Vegas where it's like, yo, two days will be oh, enough. Yeah, you get in like, and get out. I was there for, uh, yeah, I got in on a Saturday morning, left Wednesday night. And that was like even a day too long, baby. Because plus it was during Mardi Gras. I kind of want to go back in the off season to just like kind of check it out. But the thing, the, the thing that was cool, why I liked it even more, is we were staying on the outskirts. So like we weren't in the heart of the partying the whole time. Mm-hmm. We were staying with like locals who were like feeding us like crawfish and alligator and shit. And then we would go in to like bourbon and party and shit. But like coming, being able to come back and like see how they lived down there is like yeah, super it's extreme poverty though. My, my mom lives in Baton Rouge and like. Oh, really? Mississippi and like northern and middle of Louisiana, like I've never seen poverty like that in my life. And I I used to live in Newark. Like you think like shit's like bad, but like shit's really bad down there. Like my mom's neighborhood, which is one of the better neighborhoods in Baton Rouge, like they have all steel doors and barred up windows, like fucking in Friday in Compton. Like yeah. that's how the fuck it is. Like it's fucked up down there. That's where Lil Boosie from. Yeah, they say New Orleans is really bad. There was two, yeah, there was just a shooting yeah, on the fucking canal. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like these places that are like they say it's really bad. They're like, be careful. It's like I'm going down on Mardi Gras, so everyone's like, it's kind of like it's good and it's bad because everyone's on high alert and it's more enforcement shit because it's Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, you know, thousands and thousands of people. You can't walk. You can get pickpocketed or robbed so easy or fucking punched in the face or whatever. Like, I didn't even see. I think I saw maybe one fight break out, and I was just like, this is insane. But then one night. Because people were telling you about, like, Treme and, like, kind of off the French Quarter, like, the hood, like, where Lil Wayne's from and shit, where it's, like, super Ninth bad Ward and shit. Yeah, and I'm just, like, one night I just went off my own to do an open mic, and I was, like, not yeah. near the French Quarter. And I was, like, oh. <laughs> and I, like, I just, like, it seemed fine to me. Because when you're an outsider, you don't really know how bad it is. Like, I'll just mm-hmm. walk out, and I'm, like, but I'm not from here, so, like, I don't fucking know or care. And you're I mean, not scared. Care, but, like, you're not genuinely a scared person. Not like you're an Al Capone, but, like, you... No. <laughs> You aren't going to be scared to walk down the street. You don't know any better. Exactly. When you're not from an area. The thing is, some people who are, when you're not from an area, you're more scared because you like want to be more on high alert. But me, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, unless like someone maybe probably tells me something. But like where I was staying and then I would go right into the French Quarter, I was like, this all seems pretty relative and nice. Where I went was like a little bit off the beaten track, but it still wasn't the worst part. I, don't, I think I stayed away from like the actual really bad parts. But I mean, you know, being able to like... That was like a trip where that was my first trip in a while, like anywhere substantial. So I was like being able to like meet people from different areas, whatever. And then I was doing comedy. I was like, how does comedy work out here? The one dude, he's like, I drive in, he drives in from Baton Rouge every night that's because like that's where he lives. Minutes. It's like, yeah, that's like an hour, a little under an hour. I'm just like, see, that's a fucking. Uh, and because like New Orleans is like they barely have a scene but like they have a site like, it's all music yeah it's all music and jazz and, and burlesque and shit but like mm-hmm. they have quite a few rooms like you could probably get up once a night and the dude is like yeah I just come in from Baton Rouge couple people couple uh, coming in from a couple other towns Covington and shit but like it's like yeah it's like a different thing because like, like when you come do comedy here it's like like you're in a, like even even Jersey you're not in the heart of it but like New York's right there like you're in the northeast you're in you know, you have Boston, New York, Philly, all comedy cities surrounding you. Do you think they're comedy cities, though? Because I'm from, like, the train of thought where there is scenes everywhere. I'm not ignorant to that, but I think it's, like, New York and L.A. are bust. Like, you're going to have to make the move to either. Like, you hear that a lot. We bring like, this up on the podcast a lot because 
for straight stand-up because you know how you know Sweeney and me are starting to push more of the internet wave. Put your shit out, put your clips out, do podcasting and shit. But we still bring it up to everyone. It's like New York, it was always New York, LA, New York, LA back in the day, and now even still more so. You got big scenes, Boston definitely, Philly. I said it's, it's like they like comedy, but it's not. There's not a big. Well, scene they got there. Helium. I've never been yeah. to any clubs out there though. Helium's great, but like Boston, places like Boston, uh, San Fran. I would say those two mainly, maybe even like Atlanta or, or Austin is really good. It's like where you, where you can get up a couple times a night. Like those, I consider those scenes, yeah. But like the thing is, you could make it become a become a, a standard at that club, and you become a host at a club in a city, and you're just good. You just work that, you host that club every weekend, and maybe you, and you probably have a day job, and you don't have to go to, I mean, or you don't go to New York or LA. But I'm in the same, I'm in the same boat. I think like if you really want to like make a huge like whatever, you probably go to New York or LA. Yeah, it's like get a room, fucking either get a room and start producing, or just you know be good, sharpen your sword, and uh, record everything and get some clips and throw them up. Like that's what uh, I really like uh, how Andrew Schultz has been doing his shit as far as like just putting it up on YouTube, just putting it up on YouTube. Like if you sling shit against the wall, like shit's gonna stick. Like clips is where it's at, and it sucks because you're essentially giving out a joke for free that you could put into an act. But yeah. You know, at this point in time, I think I got, you know, a few more years to go down before I even consider myself ready. And I'm not going to lie and act like I'm modest like that, like, you know, but I just know it's a process. I know if I go up and there's a bunch of people got 10 years in and I'm up next to them and we're doing the same four spots in a week, like, they're going to end up fucking, I'm going to look grossly unprepared to a certain extent, you know? And I, I think it really comes about respecting respecting and craft too. It's like everybody has their own style. You don't have to write for an hour a day or something like that. You have your own creative process. But when it comes down to it, like there's some people who can do every night. I don't fucking write like that neither. It's rare. I, I never ever write ever. I've never written a straight up setup with a punch joke ever. I've written stories with punches at the end. But I'm I'm just good on my feet. Like, yeah, but you seem to always fucking have like shit prepared, and also be a little, and also be a little topical on top of it, which is what I like to do. Especially if I'm like running the same mics for a couple weeks, I don't want to keep doing the same shit. But like I get it, you're supposed to like a guy like you know, like Tyler. He'll do the same jokes to mm-hmm. perfect them because he has really good jokes for like weeks on end. I'm just like I don't want to come here Monday do jokes. Come back next Monday and do the same jokes with the same people. But that's how you perfect the craft. So I can't. I Why don't can't you try it for a month? Throw a tool in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah I should. I, will, I probably will actually. But you are like, do you are you like? Because like we just said, we don't write. And you just coming from third party. I feel like you sit down and write. Am I? Not uh, I don't actually write. I just talk to myself all day. Okay, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> a lot of people talk to themselves. That yeah, like like Norman is always saying he just walks around his apartment and like recites his shit. Yeah. Um, you know, people actually write on paper. Like yeah, I started out writing on my computer, laptop, yeah. and then I was just, I would try to do it out loud and be like, "This isn't how I don't write how I talk." So I just gotta talk it yeah. out loud, and you know. That's the thing with me. I'll go like, I'm gonna go try to write a joke, and I'm like, I'm gonna take this to stage and end up saying something completely different, or yeah, at least it, using different words. So I'm like, why bother? Kind and of it's gonna drop, and it's not gonna come out right, and you're just gonna end up like yeah. pushing your way through. Most it anyway. of my shit has come from is like I get the idea or the premise, and I'll th- mostly everything's on my notepad and my phone, the app, and I'll just throw it in there, and then I'll like if I don't have something right away, I'll just keep coming back to it, and then usually I'll get something. But I'll throw, I'll throw the premise down and I'll take it to the stage right there. But sometimes I will have the, the joke, the setup, and the punch, and I'll like write that down. But I'm telling you, I saw fucking Damon Wayans. So did I. What you were Sunday. Oh, uh, I was gonna go Sunday. I saw Sunday, he was doing early Sunday. Show. I was like, holy fuck, he's doing Sunday. I went to the Friday late. 
And dude, I was fucking on the floor, and he was just doing these guys who do fucking just stories. Also, Damon Wayans is like a legend. Rogan calls him like one of the most underrated comics of all time. But like guys who could just do like stories about their childhood and life and shit, which is mostly what he was doing for what I saw. Mm-hmm. I was just like, how? And then he has, like, he'll do like the sound effects of like his friend running away from the mm-hmm, cops and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, you're like watching a cartoon on stage. I'm just like, how the fuck is he doing this? I've done, I've done one joke in my stand-up ever that I consider like more of like a story. And it doesn't even work. I'm just like, how the hell do people write stories? I, don't I predominantly do stories. I've been doing you stories for years. If I talk about my rip, like shit that happened to me and just run with it and yeah. shit. Most of them shits are true fucking story. They come from like a true origin and like, as you know, it's corny. People come up with stories and try to go for the whole outlandish angle, and yeah. it fucking falls on its face. Like, it's like to, too bullshitty. Yeah, it's like too. It's too much. Like, it had a, it not really happened, I don't think I could tell the story about the pregnant stripper smoking a cigarette <laughs> in a strip club unless it like really happened, because that sounds like a hack premise. Like, oh, yeah. the strip club. But like, I've really seen that, so I feel like I could push the. Push, push the narrative more. Like, when you have a visual to go with something, it, I think it really helps. Yeah. I try to tell stories sometimes, just for me. And, uh, like, I started telling the story of there was a murderer who lived here for a while. In this right? house? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Room Wait, over there. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Wait, was it the guy who killed his parents? No, he killed his landlord right after moving out here. Well, uh, now, was this recently? Uh, a year ago. Because you're in here now, what, a few months? I remember I went to your fucking old yeah, no, it house. Was, uh, which was also he moved nice. out a couple of years ago, and he lived in his new place right down the road for like eight months before he murdered his new. And he killed himself. Yeah, uh, murder, nice classic murder series. Yeah, I thought it was like it's a, a way to go. Closeted like glove uh, cover up. That's well, what that's I oh, that's yeah, very no, that oh. Was, so he wait. So he moved out and then came back to kill well, no, the landlord. He uh, he moved out of here and moved down the street into his new place. Right, and then eight months of living there, he uh, he murdered his. Old landlord. Well, or no, current, while he's in his new place. Yeah, oh, but before that he was living here. So the murder didn't take place here. No, it didn't take place. Okay, he just I lived here for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm not pissed. Because I was supposed to be on Brubert. Then <laughs> me, he typecasted me as a drug dealer. And, Shocker. Uh, Ali May was supposed to be a pregnant lady buying drugs <laughs> off of me. Dude, <laughs> that would be a great <laughs> fucking... That just would be a perfect sketch. But that, no, that really happened. She at our house. Because this other girl we were renting a room to was a heroin addict. And she started having her pregnant friend, who was seven months pregnant and chain smoking, out front here uh, for a while. Just we, my wife and I, watched her buy heroin in our driveway, and we're just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it's a no-go for and, me. And <laughs> um, the guy who ended up being the murderer actually kicked her out of the house because I was like, "I don't know how to deal with this situation." He's like, "I got it. Don't worry about it." So he like came home and kicked the door in, and kicked them both out of here, and. Uh, well, that's a story that I've told, and I feel like people think I made it up because it's so crazy. And uh, I actually went to, uh, what was that, like Stand Up New York when I had a three-minute set. That's where I started. Just for, uh, just for this three minutes, and I decided to compress all that story into three minutes. And like when I got to the, the joke of, you know, I thought this guy was a great guy. My wife and I used to argue about whether or not he was a good guy. And then I find out later that he did the murder-suicide and like I said that, and this lady was like, that's not funny! <laughs> and I was like, it's not funny, but I'm trying. The story in three minutes? <laughs> Dude, that's... I've, I've done that, and it is not a good idea. Not Do a, a good piece idea. of the story, yeah, and it'll long... help you find a punch Holy within shit. the story. Oh, yeah, wait, so you... Because I need to know more. I don't. I don't feel comfortable asking you, but I wanted to know more about no. your life, because I feel like you've done so much shit. 
It's like you're a fucking you were Uber driver, you're a landlord. Like you could you met so many different weirdos probably just in life. Sure. But wait, so you when you, like the place you were offering me to rent that was that here? That, that was your old spot. Right there. Yeah. Oh, that was here. That spot where his housewarming parties is actual house. This is Brewtown. But you got rid of that house, no? No, no, we live in that house. We used to live here for like eight years. So this you is all you just rented out? It's all rented yeah. out. Yeah. Well, uh, there's still one room. So yeah, if you want to come, preferably a comic. This is the Jersey Shore comedy combo, condo. Yeah. We are not going to name the other comics who live here, <laughs> out of respect to them. But uh, you know, oh, so this is house fits three three people. Four, four, yeah. yeah. Upstairs is huge. If I wanted to share my upstairs with somebody, they would just have to walk through my room while I was sleeping. Yeah, there's two big rooms. Upstairs. Yeah, so you had a big. Oh we shit! Live, and then we rented out these three. When did you get this to rent out? Uh, well, we bought it in 2010. And we lived, first we lived in that room, we rented out the upstairs in these two rooms. Then we moved upstairs and rented out these three bedrooms down here. And then you just like were, were saving up a lot of the rent money yeah, and bought your own place? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm so, low key millionaire. Dude, I'm so mind blown by real estate. I like want to slowly get into it with my buddy, but he's like obviously way more money savvy than me. I kind of just want to throw him some money and be able to get something off it at the end of the day. But like, I literally am like, I don't understand how people do it. But like, so you have to like deal with like, Talking to potential fucking, you know, yeah, we usually, whatever. I mean, in the summertime, we do Airbnb. Um, There's some interesting people. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, it's a whole nother story. This no murderers. So you rent, but you rented out to a murderer technically over there. Yeah, yeah. That, and then for two years, I lived he had a stripper pole and a sex swing in there too. Are, sure are you serious? For himself or? Yeah, he installed. There's still holes in the floor. Uh, from where he had stopped the strip. So you would, when you were, how how long have you, oh, 2010, so you, people, yeah. you have been dealing with, uh, what's the word I'm fucking Lunatics. Like? Vagrants? Yeah, or people who are looking for places, but like lunatics for nine years, like yeah. different people coming in and out? Yeah, the wife did. For certain she actually moved out for two years, pretty much right after the uh, Your murderer wife? moved in. She was like, I'm out of here. She's and a sweetheart. Eve's <laughs> a legend in the game. Shout out to Eve. Yeah. But, um, but like, how does that work? Like, are you like... Are you doing like do you do like leases or whatever? Like are you just like Craigslist? Yeah, uh, well, you pulling up our like <laughs> rentals? Are you trying to make me homeless? Are you friends, dog? No, I'm curious. <laughs> nothing like that. Relax, you guys are friends. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> hey, I think he would have done that with the fucking murder suicide. Vince, Vince, yeah. my adopted dad. So, but dude, if you could, that's so weird. I would be like, like trying to deal with people who are like, yeah, I need a room. It's like, all right, and then you find out they're a psychopath. Yeah. Well, like, we started with friends. We had a bunch of friends room. move in. That's what I figured. Usually, over do. the course. Of time uh the friends were you know we had to kick out a few heroin addicts mm -hmm. and uh, who works lovely people they're doing great now really but uh we started doing craigslist people and the first two craigslist people were great they kept to themselves they were clean they didn't oh, bother nice. us and then this the murderer guy uh he came next he came next <laughs> and uh but it was always insane with the heroin addicts and friends like everyone was just partying all the time it was like an adult crack House. That's yeah. what I figured, yeah, especially like Long Branch is yeah. such a town of, of, in its own right. Hey, hey, what do you mean? Motherfucker, I'm from here. Yeah, they fuck, oh, this town's a disgrace. I'm just this kidding. town is awesome, dude. Really? I I'm from shitty towns too. yesterday and there was a fucking blunt rap rapper and a 50 cent oh, CD 50 in the cent snow. Cent it's still there. there. It's not even that bad. <laughs> still a 50 cent CD. Like, yeah, anyone that's wants a free 50 cent 2003 all over Yeah, it's out there. Holy hell. It's out there. It's a burn. That's amazing though. I feel like you could just, if you could just sit down and write about your fucking tenants. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, well, I've been working on that. That's actually. amazing. I've been trying to write. I want to write a book about this house. So 
someday. It's I fucked up. Now sick. I'm going to be in it. It's <laughs> great. It's going to end when we moved out. That would be so that, sick. That would be sweet. Because you know I love Great house. Too, I love how it's like pushed back a little bit too. It's a yeah. little creepy Close to the sometimes. water. It's like... Um, my girlfriend didn't like it for a little bit. She got creepy. Why is it creepy? It looks fun. It looks great. Um, there's just noises. Like, <laughs> ghosts? There's ghosts. There's been there's been some darkness in this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they said the original house was just this piece and that yeah, the two bedrooms house? had horses uh, in them. 1892. Seriously? Really? Yeah. Holy well, fuck. Well, this part of it, yeah. I think my part. house came around in like the fucking 50s. So wait, so you and Eve used to argue you thought the killer was like a good dude and she thought oh, he was a psycho? He was a great guy. On the surface, the murder and this. Uh, did you sex get swing. Did you get an info of, of like why he did it? No, well, there was our male lady. Uh, right. Told us that she heard that it was a uh, like they were uh, romantically They're gay? involved. Yeah, that's but, what I thought. But I could kind of see that just because yeah, he was a very. Uh, I mean, he was totally like macho, misogynistic kind of guy. Oh, so he's probably I hiding it. Like, yeah, I feel like he might have done something with this. The guy who we kill, I think, was definitely. Gay, yeah. Gay, and so I feel like maybe they did something and he couldn't handle it and fucking... Maybe he tried to go public. Yeah. uh, That's an extreme reaction to it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like, clean your room, I'm gonna... I think that's a great... Yeah, that's got... Well, maybe they were just into some kinky shit and he's like, put the gun in my head while you fuck me, Steve! And then fucking... He pushed that's back and the shit went off. Like, fuck, I forgot. It was loaded. What <laughs> in the chamber? Yeah. You think there's somebody out there who gets fucking off from putting somebody putting like a gun to the head, like unloaded Dude, to fuck them? Listen. That would be legendary. Yo. It was a shotgun, too. Are you serious? Yeah. You took him out with a shotgun, shot, dude? Shot that's all you need with a shotgun. Yeah. And he shoot himself with a shotgun? Yeah. Where? Uh, in the head? Yeah. Well, you do it in the mouth or under the chin. They say Kurt Cobain did with his toe. Fucking pulled the trigger, wrote his pillow, had a shotgun in his Come on, mouth. we all know Courtney yeah, killed Courtney. her. <laughs> yeah, I read the book, too. That, that's a good Dude, prison I, read, huh? I, I'm such a, like, not... Cons- like, I consider... My- I'm, I'm weird with conspiracy. I consider myself a non-conspiracy theory. I think most of it's bullshit, but I'm still intrigued by it. Like, if, like that one. Like, if Courtney actually killed him, I'm like, that's... I'm so, like, interested in that shit. Like, the JFK one, that was obviously classic, but, like, I always say, nah, it's bullshit, it's bullshit, it's bullshit, but I'm still, like, I'll still want to learn and watch about it. Documentary. Right, like, Irishman dog, man. I did, I saw the mob did it. I only did half. Don't fucking ruin it. No, don't worry. I was doing, like, five other things at once and was mostly on my phone, so I actually don't even know how to That's a couple watches. Yeah, that's a couple watches. That's a couple watches, yeah. Did you partake I'll do one more time. I mean, probably two more. Yeah, times. I, I tried with the lady. Oh, literally, all I, I can remember is the killing them. scenes right now in my head. Yeah, but, uh, if you're doing so Netflix and chill for fucking uh, the Irishman, you got like three rounds in there. Oh, easy. <laughs> yeah, like, I kept looking at the back of my phone, thing. looking up. I'm like, this is still on. Holy shit! Yeah, I saw Neil Brennan posted something like how to watch it as like a four part mini series. Like, Why not? Somebody it. mentioned that if it was like a mini series, it would have been better. Be sick, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it gives you a good point to break. But you know what? The, the fact Sebastian's great. The reason it went right to Netflix, they say, is because the studios were like, Marty, we can't do a three and a half hour fucking movie in the theaters. <laughs> it did do some select theaters, watch. though. It went out and some it select did, theaters. It did. But I was like, no, that definitely has a world. Yeah, as a whole. Because there's going to be people who are going to want to go because they probably gave them like, the viewing experience. Like, there was a fucking red carpet. Definitely a great movie to see in the theater. It's just so long. But like that kind of a Scorsese movie you want to see in a theater setting. 
But like they're gonna give it to him because it's Scorsese. But it's like anybody's gonna be gonna be annoyed with a three and a half hour movie. Yeah, you do that. It don't in matter the theater. who it is. I like one sitting. I'm gonna have a urinary tract problem, <laughs> and I might have some hemorrhoids the next. Hollywood. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood was uh, two and a half, and that was even a little a bit too long. Yeah, add another fucking yeah. hour. To uh, yeah, add another hour to that. I, like, I think two and a half yet. is too long. So I'm like yeah. three and a half. I like a nice two. 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 Joker was two on the dot. Oh, I was like, that's perfect. It. Yeah, two on the dot is my my I watch it. Yeah, I haven't even seen the Elton John movie yet. No, I, I never saw the Elton John movie. Oh, yeah, Joker. Billy Joel movie coming out. Just yeah, I I, I was about to Vin Brew has a hit. No, I was just joking. oh wait, you hate Billy Joel? Oh, he fucking hates my friend Bill Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought. Why do you hate Billy Joel? I was just I was just listening to him yesterday. You see the mockumentary me and Waldo did. Uh, yeah. Of moving, of yeah, moving in, in the week. That was funny as shit, by the way. We're, we're going to keep doing it like every week, but we're trying nice. to put some intro music in the beginning of it. My buddy is like a DJ, so he'll just take my videos sometimes randomly without telling me and just part putting music in them. And he put that <laughs> I'm, moving, I'm Moving Out moving song out. at the yeah. end. <laughs> so I was like, just listen to it yesterday. That's hilarious. Yeah, I told Some people do hate Billy Joel. I'm going to hide like random Billy Joel memorabilia, <laughs> like that little yeah, ship up there. I'm going to get a little action <laughs> figure and put it on the bow. I got to stop telling people. Is it because he's like got like so many hits that people love? I just don't like him. I, I love him. Like I fucking it. love him. Like, it's, like to me, it's show. very cheap. I love Springsteen. I'm a Springsteen guy. Oh, I hate Bon Jovi. I love Springsteen. Dog. I'm not obsessed with either, but definitely Bruce Moore. I grew up yeah. down the street from where Bruce Springsteen grew up. That's like my. That's the only thing about my. Freehold. Family. Yeah, he's from. I'm from Freehold, but he obviously he's, everyone's like, nah, he's from Asbury, he's from Asbury. But I literally could he's see from Freehold, his house from Burrow. Yeah. yeah, and he um, wrote Born to Run right in West End. Yeah. There's yep. a little house. Bob house. Dylan got arrested. Yeah, trying to. Find you know, he was writing that song about when he would fucking he would because he hated Freehold and he would drive down. Main Street with his dad, um, he uh, and he's been. I forget what song it is, but he's basically just shitting all over Freehold. But he's reminiscing about driving downtown with his dad and Freehold. Yeah, well, Born to Run's about leaving New Jersey. Like yeah. we're all like, "Fuck yeah, Bruce represented." He's like, but "I he's, gotta get out this shit." But he, but he basically still stayed home at the end of the day, like since he's got the place in fucking Cold yeah, Snack. Yeah, yeah, that place is dope. Hey, there's one. He has a farm in Cold Snack or on uh, on 34 in Cold Snack. It's pretty dope. The, the thing um, is with with Jer- like J- like Bruce Springsteen in Jersey. It's like you know how many. Legends came out of Jersey. He's just like, why is he like the music god? Like, his other musicians. I guess he's the up to Redman? Sinatra. 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 Redman. Redman. Oh, fucking, um, how about fucking, um, uh, Lauren Hill? <laughs> well, I thought that George Clint was from here, but it, it, he's, he, he's from Detroit. elsewhere first and then moved here, and the rest of the P Funk is from Plainfield. Yeah, they're from Plainfield. Um, yeah. And, um, well, um, Naughty by Nature's from East Orange. Sure. Yeah, the one dude, Vinny's always at Jackson Long Branch. Really? Wanna, yeah. Why? That's just where he drinks. That's like, classic. Yeah. Did just, I? Did you? You guys heard about when I saw the girl drive drunk into a building? Yeah. Um, just, uh, oh, you were there that, that night. You just, yeah. 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 No, it was, that was that was fucking. Because I don't know Jackson. Everyone talks about it. Oh, I know Jackson band, so it's. Funny. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, they brought me it's chili from my right, cookout. Yard so. down from Brighton, right? Yeah, yeah, I terrorized them. For yeah, a no, decade, dude. That so. when I saw that shit, I was like, I'm not drinking a sip of beer and driving. Fuck that. Oh, where did they? Uh, what they driving? So what happened was we're doing Brighton one night. You were there. I guess you weren't, or you might have left. Me and Allie just ended up talking comedy on out on the sidewalk for like two hours. Yeah, so we were just there until like eleven thirty. No, the, the bar closed. Um, so yeah, so we were just chilling. Some girl comes. Me and Allie are just talking, so I kind of notice a person walking peripherally, not really paying attention. But they come out of Jack's because she goes to her car. She's like fidgeting with her key forever. The alarm goes off. <laughs> we're just like we don't really pay attention, but we're like yeah, whatever. In the lot right across the street, we're, we're over in parks. Five minutes later, she comes pulling out of the lot, 
we're right in front of the bar, so just, you know, the parallel, whatever the parallel street is, and the lights are right at us. She hooks her right, so like just out of whatever. I'm, I always just go to look when someone drives by, and I'm looking. The second she turns on Brighton Ave straight away, veers all the way to the right, <laughs> all the way to the left, and crashes right into the building front. The one right next to Brighton, right into a glass shatter or whatever. <laughs> Me and Allie are the only ones to be seen in the whole area. So we're like, oh, fuck. Now we have to, like, act. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, we look like weirdos. So I I'm like, that bitch. <laughs> oh, dude, I wanted to leave so badly. Allie was like, oh, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like trying to go. I tried to go find someone the other way before I went to the, to see if she was okay in the car. Because I and then it's like a scene now. I don't want to like go over there, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I was just like, I'll go check her out or check it out. You call nine one one or whatever. <laughs> Allie's like, oh, I'm for. It takes like fucking twenty minutes for a Long Branch cop to come. They're always around. I always yeah. see them. He comes like <laughs> 10, 20 minutes later. He just pulls up in front of where she's sitting, crash. She's probably she's knocked out on the desk at the dashboard at the, at the wheel. She's not probably knocked out. He pulls up in front of her and he's just sitting in his car for like 10 minutes. And we're like running or... around, like I'm kind of like looking at, trying to go near the car. I'm like, well, aren't you going to get out and maybe see if she's like alive or whatever? Yeah, you never she know. It might be a liability fucking thing. You yeah, know? that's why I didn't want to get involved. I didn't want nobody hitting me up to like whatever. I gave the cop my number as like a, a fucking witness. Yeah. Luckily, he never called me. Boom. Dude, if I were you, bro, I'd have took two steps towards the car and briskly turned around and kept it moving. <laughs> that's Fuck what that I, I really want to do that. Allie was, wanted to call 911, so I was like, Well, she's yeah, probably worried that. somebody was hurt and shit, you know? Like, Dude, I was just like. But then I put two two together I was like oh yeah she was fiddling with her keys forever the alarm went off jacks dude I almost left uh, jacks one night and I was in that parking lot and I had the keys in the ignition and I was looking at the and I started the car and I was looking at these cops on the other side of the parking lot and I knew they were looking at me and I looked back and I just turned the car off took the keys out and walked to my friend's house like that's that's, a, that's, that's very like smart. fuck that noise very smart dude I, yeah it's insane but um what the fuck were we talking about Oh, right. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I don't know. I just like <laughs> he's played the Brighton. Oh hell yeah! It's on got the a wall. name on the wall. Yeah. A lot of people will play that Brighton. It's been open forever. Yeah, really. Know. How old is that place? Fucking, I think it originally opened in like 1908. Nineteen oh eight. Nineteen oh eight. No, not that ass. Really? It's like as a bar. The, as the Flyers, yeah, it's always Probably been a bar. Been. Like that place is like that place is the shit, man. Like. I mean, it's been it's Monmouth County's number one comedy club, but that that's that's my point <laughs> though. Like, I love the Brighton. That's where I've been cutting my teeth with shit. But it's like the fact that like that's the only place that's recognized for like throwing different types of comedy shows means that there's a there's an avenue open for shit to happen. And well, everyone's trying to make a run at Asbury as like, a, but I'm like, it's still just a music town. No, and that's the thing. A lot of those venues are pumping music all weekend, like, and like, why fix what's not broken? Exactly. Like, if that's what's making them money, why the fuck are they going to do that? But at the same time, like, there's, there, I have a line of demarcation where I don't won't do a place. Like, I, I'm not going to do the cigar shop or a random market. And I'm not shitting on Molly or nothing. It's just like I don't like want to do that myself. You know, yeah. it's, you know, it's like, also it also depends if it also on the scene depends if you're running a show or a mic because like, yeah. you can get a, away with a lot, let, caring a lot less and just showing up and bullshitting at a mic. Yeah. Than if you're trying to actually throw on a produced show, you got to pay comics and shit. Well, if you look at um, if you look how different the mic is now, like Angelo runs that shit like a fucking tight. Like it's he starts it early and shit. He gets you the fuck out of there. One thing, that, one thing I don't like about that mic though, and I know he probably can't change it, but like when we start off in Ocean Grove, it's gonna be a, uh, it's gonna be a lottery. 
Because there's one thing, if you have something to do later and you let me know that you have to get out by X amount of time, that's cool. I personally think it's bullshit that motherfuckers will show up 20 minutes early and just sign up first, not support the fucking venue. Yeah. Not buy a thing, fucking do a set, and then dip off. That's and everybody had to sit through your fucking set. <laughs> so like, nah, you're not as bad as some of the other violators. But and then, like, I always say, if, if I really want to get home or get something, I'll, I, I always stay for at least two, three comics after me. But I do do that. But no matter how early I've tried to get there, which now that Angela has it tight, I guess it starts at 8, I'm a dog, or 7.30. I get there like probably 20, 20 minutes before it starts. But there's people like people who have been there for like an hour. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. The thing is, yeah, like it's like a place like Brighton. Like again, if you live, I used to do that because I would live far. I live far from there. But like, it's not like you got. It's not like you're in the city and you got to run and hit other mics. Most yeah, of the places just yeah. chill. I, I like the Brighton for the hang. I'm not even a big like a huge. It's like it's a good place to work shit out in front of comics. But I like to hang in the back and shit. It's a, it's the gym. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it's the gym. Like I don't even like saying the same thing twice up on that stage. Like yeah, I go same. Don't let some fucking just try to rip. But sometimes it's great, and sometimes I gotta throw in something I've done before, and I'll get a couple laughs. But you can always drag a laugh out that room, no matter how dead it is. You'll get somebody. You'll get the sound man. You'll get the <laughs> fucking. Well, you'll get the fucking bartender, Mike. Like shout out to Mike. Yeah, he's a really, a really nice guy, supportive, but like. He could to fucking tell us to fuck off if he wanted to, but... Man, he did that shit. I'll put it like this. Like, he did that shit when Heather started. They both were working behind the bar. Johnny Corporal was slinging sandwiches, and, like, people weren't coming in there, and they just had faith in it. Like, yo, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing this. And I know their fucking... Their bar ring-ups hurt, and I moved away, and now I'm not drinking. <laughs> Fucking Vin's not drinking. St. John ain't there no more. That's a good, yeah. like, 65 to 70% yeah. of their barring, probably. That's yeah. just like... Uh, do they do show, no. music shows every weekend? Yeah, yeah. They do probably Thursday through Saturday, Sunday, every week. Yeah. Uh, Vin did their mixed yeah, open mic Tuesday the other day. I was about to come to that, but I did a podcast instead. How was that? That was fun. I take parts uh, and shit to there the was, music? Uh, it was mostly acoustic. Guitar. Are you one hosting just, it? I just played guitar. Uh, Mad Lee is uh, the host. Guy. He's an older gentleman. Yeah, guitar. People come out or not really? Uh, no, there was not. like five or six people there. Carl was there. Carl's there every week. And uh, Kelsey, his girlfriend, and uh, a couple of their friends. Carl's but yeah, I'd like to go back. You could, it's pretty much like there's no... You could do as much time as you want. You oh, that's awesome. 15 minutes if you want. Oh, yeah, I was there and some dude was on a synth for 20 <laughs> minutes. I was telling fucking Vince some vintage synth from like the 80s and I'm talking to fucking the sound guy and I'm like... Yo, is he just doing like sound check or something? He's like, nah, I've been trying to get him off stage for five minutes. He just won't look up because he can oh feel God. it. Like, I don't think they do lights or nothing like that. No. Like, the the best is when you first start and you don't know to look for the mic. Like, I'm pretty good at my timing, even still. Like, I can feel when it's, like, time to go. Like, if you've been doing it long enough, like, you know when the time is. And I did fucking the dumb showcase at the Stress Factory a couple weeks ago. They buzzer you? No, I was on, I was on like, you're, like, pre-booked, so you okay. ten minutes. So I'm doing ten, which is, like, nothing to me. But, like, I fucking got the light. I'm just, like, I didn't think it was that soon already. So I had to, like, I fucking ate a bag of dicks. So I had to rush through, like, my last three jokes. I'm, like, that was the light already? I, like, five minutes is, like, nothing anymore. It's just, like, you I need sure to, like... You sure they didn't rescue you? Did uh, you time it? Did you record it? Yeah, was it, like, t- I did, like, 10.30. Because sometimes, sometimes... Oh, yeah, but, no, but Derek, Derek's cool with me, so he'll, 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 he won't fucking rush me off. He'll rush off some, like, new person, but... Yeah. I didn't do... The whole the crowd was... The whole night was tight, but I never, like, went in the crowd. I just wasn't, like... 
I had so much other shit on my mind too, but I was just like, whatever. But I mean, I just even when I do like, even when I do five minutes, I'm just like, I can get the light already. But like, you know, you know, it's time. It's just like, really? Yeah. Like that's why like three minutes is like you got to just like fucking go hammer it. Yeah, two or three hard hitters. That's a good part. A good part about the Brighton too. If you've been coming for a long time and like you're on a roll. Angelo let you go a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Angelo's cool. He's always been kept secret. He's been around for. If you're on a roll, he ain't gonna just stop you dead in your track. Opposed to me, where I've had problems booking too many comics on a show, and like you could tire out the crowd. Yeah. Or like it's just like, yo, bro, I gotta get this shit like cracking. Like, yeah. Gotta, <laughs> you know, that one night with the uh, food drive, that was a long night. Oh my god. <laughs> so I didn't go that night. Oh. Minutes, and it was, it was brutal. Oh, it was. It was. Um, yeah. It was. <laughs> It was interesting. I was glad they took the picture because, like, they're like, oh, somebody's coming in from who we're donating to. And I'm, like, fucking talking shit about food drives, saying, like, it's all a scam <laughs> by, the, you know, big canned food companies <laughs> to get you to buy like, more Hi. canned food. And, like, these nice people who are trying to do this value <laughs> oh, deed. Vin Bruce shit on everybody's poverty. He came through. I was just at Aldi, like, earlier that day, and he just came through with a fucking knockoff, a case of knockoff chunky soups. <laughs> just blessed the room with ten minutes. <laughs> so, Vin Bruce. I got off early. That's a lot. Vin Bruce, tell him I can't smoke pot in the house anymore. Tell him what happened when I was an Airbnb guest. No. Wait, so you were initially an Airbnb guest? I did. Yeah, yeah, like before, I, right before I moved, like I didn't have like heat at my place and it was getting cold out. So I flew the lady out from Seattle. So I was just like, Van, I'll rent from you for the weekend. I found him randomly <laughs> on Airbnb. I was like, Van, you serious? Deal backdoor deal. Like, <laughs> you probably saw him in a bike and then you see him on Airbnb. Yeah, no, nah, I talked to them yeah, here and there. Yeah, we're friendly. What, um... Oh, yeah, because you were... Yeah, this you were Airbnb in this outback in the summer, too, because I remember you telling a story about, um... Somebody... Some probably guest being loud or shit. Why, do you get people who, like... Have you got an Airbnb guest who actually come here to visit? Yeah. Because I'm, like... Summertime is crazy. Is it? Here in Long Beach? Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, beach, block right away there. from the beach. Is that happy yet? I just feel like... <laughs> like, what's... I just feel like, like... Why that beach right there. Like, but why not go to like fucking Cape May or like fucking because Ocean like fuck it. Ocean yeah. City's dry and Cape May's for geriatrics. That's, that's why. No, Cape <laughs> is, no, that's one hundred percent true. Cape May is definitely for and their rents the have kids. their rents have gone Ocean up over two hundred percent over the past two years. Ocean City's a little different. You like, can party down there. Secrets oh, yeah. is down there. Long Ridge is pretty popular for the most part. I went to Secrets twice. Secrets is fun. Oh. Kingston, USA. It's no, yeah, I feel like Long Ridge does have a nice like. It's like a pot. It's like a no. Like when you talk about Jersey, uh, New Jersey beaches, Long Branch usually comes up. Yeah, we like were a presidential resort in uh, you know the late 18th and early 19th century. When President Garfield was shot, they brought him here because they thought the sea air would help uh, prevent gangrene, and he actually died right in town. With gangrene. With gangrene from uh, <laughs> from the bullet wound. Some guy shot Garfield. But yeah, why am I not allowed to smoke this hair joint in this house, Ben Bruce? Tell him why. Okay, well, we had to buy all new furniture to get smelled. Not like a new that. brand furniture, <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Well, you just, well, he was like, did you ask him at first could I smoke in the house? Yeah, he's like, oh, you can smoke in the house, no big deal. This motherfucker didn't know how much I smoked. He's like, it's like Snoop Dogg moved in for really? a weekend. Like, oh, shit. That's hilarious. He's like, holy it's shit. outside now, please. Yeah, man. It's yeah, so man. Crazy. I just quit drinking. I'm not quitting the weed, though. Yeah, I, I remember the last time you were fucking blacked out. Everyone wanted to murder you. And then <laughs> a week later, you like moved to Seattle. Like, what the fuck? But, um... I know, no, that was like a month and a half before I left. I, pr- yeah. I cleaned up pretty good before I left to Seattle. But yeah. now it's like I'm uh, sober for good. Like, 
for any past indiscretions, I apologize. Let <laughs> this let keep it Brewtown be uh, so do I. my public statement. Uh, <laughs> Brew apologized for you seeing his uh, penis, yeah. and I apologize. For, I actually um, wasn't there that night, but I didn't uh, which that. one? Well, you pulled out more than once. Yeah, he wasn't right. there for any of them. They said he yes. whipped it out at Anchor's Bend, and it was the bartender's first night working there. An- well, really? Yeah. Anchor's, I definitely wasn't there. They were asking me, for the record, <laughs> uh, Brian St. John, Joe McAndrew, and a few people were <laughs> screaming for me to take it out, and I was very intoxicated. <laughs> and I do, I want to pre- please the people. <laughs> you know? I, I do what they want. Would you ever take it out when you're playing lifeguard nights? I played a whole show naked. Once. I was told yeah. it's a visual well, art. <laughs> that's the thing. It's kind of like more like accepted. It's like, oh, you're a musical artist or whatever. Like, Flea played naked. They, you know, the way children do shit like that. Like, I feel like it's like comedy. It's like, yeah, you usually don't do it for comedy. Yeah. But Bobby Lee's done it a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, but Bobby Lee's now sober as well. So. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hey, it's definitely one, a fucking risk. I yeah. one show in uh, Brooklyn in the basement of a place called the Charleston. Which I think is the same owner as Johnny Max. It's like you really? get a free pizza with Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a place in Brooklyn. Uh, played the whole set naked downstairs and then I decided to lead the band and everyone upstairs through the bar and I was heading towards the front door and the bouncer was just like, Get the fuck back downstairs now, <laughs> put your clothes out and I was like, Okay, like I was ready to go in the street okay. and just walk down. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. good time. Oh my god. Yeah, good old days. But yeah, it's uh not something I'm proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean the 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 last time I got drunk, uh, I went to see Damon Wayne's and it was all cool. And I ended up at uh, Reggie's open mic at the co-op under you know somebody telling me to come there. I wasn't in shape to go there at all. I was just bumping mics with people, and I decided to pull the only kid in the crowd who wasn't a comic up on stage. (laughs) And I was just being belligerent, like ripping into them, and like. Yeah, I told him his face looked like every potato at Aldi's, and he tried to fight me. And McDonough grabbed me from my belt loops and dragged me out. And then McDonough, really? McDonough asked if it was my jacket on the chair, and I was like, huh? Like all drunk, and he thought I said, yeah, and he grabbed the kid's fucking jacket. Oh, so he follows us out, think I'm trying to steal his fucking jacket. And like, yeah, I watched some of them, uh, some of the clips from that night. And I got three laughs, blackout drunk. I always had a fucking little dumb, like, Never get on stage blackout drunk. But when you're blackout drunk and somebody's like, it's a good idea, just go do this mic. Like, you end up doing it. I mean. I never got on stage, tri- like, drunk, really. Like, oh, drunk, drunk. drunk. I didn't no. even think you drank. Basically. Yeah, I do. I just don't go. I don't drink belligerently or, like, um, bingy. I'll just, like, like, I'll have a couple. I'll, like, dr- I'll drink, like, almost every night. But I'll just have, like, a couple beers. I'm good. Yeah, you're a good boy. But I'll try to get fucking wild if it's like you know with my people I like or friends or whatever. But a lot of times, if we're when we're doing comedy, I gotta like drive far after, so I just yeah. always know I'm not you know trying to do that. Well, I lost my right to do that, so that kind of gave me right to Uber everywhere. That's true. I hate you know, fucking, yeah, and, and like, I hate leaving my car places because sometimes I'll get my best friend lives in Asbury, like in the heart in like the most clutch location. So if I go get out and get drunk there, but I'm, I'm like, I hate sleeping out. I don't know why. I just hate sleeping at people's who's your, who's your best friend, Tom Zappia? My buddy Mark. He doesn't do comedy. Oh. Um, he's fucking a legend. Um, go to his house if you need weed. It's like a fucking... Eh, he won't oh, it's just fucking... It's like a fucking jungle. A real life fucking cop, huh? I'm still living off this here Washington weed. That's probably pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, he gets a weed shit, and he gets shit now. from Denver, too. Damn, though. you're really trying to send this motherfucker to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he'd do okay, because... Uh, 
I don't know. I can't think. I mean, weed isn't a drug. Let's be serious. Um, but, but I just, yeah. I like hate drive. I hate sleeping in people's houses. So I'm like, I want to drive home. I want to drive home. I'll try to like sober up at like 3 a.m. and drive home. Yeah, that would piss me off about there. my girlfriend and one of my close buddies. It's like they get anxiety about leaving their car, and I'm like, just leave the fucking car. The, the yeah, new that's walk what I did, of shame like, is your ago. Uber to the fucking car in the morning. That's the 2019 walk of shame. Yeah. You <laughs> to pick up your car in the Uber, like smelling like last night. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, like sometimes I'll catch it right home because I just want to literally just sleep home and I'll go back and get my car the next day. So how is living with Waldo, man? It's definitely a fucking, uh, definitely you know like weird. I'd be disappointed nah, if he showered weird. more than four times a week. <laughs> disappointed? Yeah. Nah, he showers. It's oh, only that's been a couple, fucked. It's only been a couple <laughs> weeks. No, it's really not bad at all. It's fucking great. Well, I mean, we did the mockumentary. I like want to just, uh, I just want to do more shit. With him, he's fucking creative shit, and he he'll bang out. We bang out those scenes, and he'll just edit it all on iMovie in like twenty minutes. And just that's like, awesome. Like I love being able to like like create with people like that, especially quickly and make it funny. But no, he's got a other than him having a bunch of shit. Like, and he does wear his shoes in the house, which I hate. Are, are you guys shoes in the house, people? Yeah, I take them off before I go upstairs down here. I you wear shoes. You open a door, and it's like a wind tunnel. There's ended up being leaves yeah. and shit in here. We have my girlfriend fucking. She watched two sets of dogs here, and was like, no oh, more really? dogs. No more dogs. It is a liability thing. Rocky, yeah, but Rocky's like a human. Like, yeah. he's like a human with an anxiety <laughs> disorder. Like, he's been blue in dog form. I, I'm a fucking slipper guy in the house anyway, so, like, for that reason. Slipper. So, it's like, I'm, I'm getting used to it already. Yeah, I love slippers. Because wow. I, I feel if I just walk around the house, especially if people are wearing their shoes in the house, my socks just get dirtier and get holes quicker, so I just throw slippers on. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm a, I'm a proponent. But other than that, no, he's fine. He's a little fucking quirky, but like, he's a, obviously he's a big hipster, he thrift shit. I'm like, dude, what the Elvis? I come over the Elvis bus. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is? I didn't care, but I was like, dude, what the fuck <laughs> is this? He's like, like it's four bucks. I guess big music fucking buff. Like he knows, like you guys are, you're like this. Like I don't know that much music. Like I know, I know enough to get by, but like I don't know. He's in like forty thousand different genres. Like great record player. He's got a nice collection. Any of comedy and records? Shit. I got some comedy. records. No, I don't think he has any comedy records. I'm gonna buy comedy records. I was talking to him about Christmas records to fuck with him. I want to get some comedy records and some Christmas records. But no, we're like decking out the walls with cool with cool shit. We all have like cool stuff to hang and stuff. But like, no, nah, he's fine. Like his if you come in and see his like ultra display of all his wrestling shit the figurines and shit I tried as an adult I tried to watch wrestling I just can't get down with it you were never into it when I was a kid yeah I I was into into a fucking year Smackdown I would watch fucking year straight yeah when I was a kid I I was into that but like going back on comedy on records like do it because it's weird if you never did it like it's fucking weird and I was at English Town Auction I got like four prior records a Cosby record um but the, the that's how I figured out that Biggie wasn't the gay rapper. I always thought that Biggie Smalls was the gay rapper because he had a song, uh, a line that said, "She looks so good, I'll suck her daddy's dick." And I was like, "Yo, ain't a bitch walking this planet that looks that good? I'm gonna start sucking dick." So um, I, I'm listening to Pryor's album, that N word's crazy, which is like a big album. It's the first time the N word was like on the front of vinyl, hard ER too. It wasn't like with an A. And the closer of that whole uh, album was, uh, "She looks so good, I'll suck her daddy's dick." And I was like, "Biggie's not gay." And like. Now my whole life has been a focus on, you know, who's the real gay rapper. Always going up to the legends. Yeah, always. Yeah, always. I was actually talking about this recently, watching like... Yeah, that's that's for sure. I thought it was Donald Glover. He's married to a white lady, I think. Donald Glover's a fucking unicorn. That guy does everything. 
Oh. I liked Weirdo. I, I hope he comes up with another fucking special. special. I can't get through a fucking special for the life of me. It takes me two sittings these days, but I do it like for the people I really like. I'm going yeah. to Ari's taping on my birthday. Oh, really? That would be yeah. sick. Oh, so, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, that'll be fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, and then somebody told me, Don, don't post that ticket. Somebody can steal your fucking barcode. So I that took it down. That might be true, actually. <laughs> Shout out to Andy Lawson. I said, you didn't do it, did you? He's like, no. <laughs> That's classic. Shout out to Andy. But yeah, I get it. I, get, I never really listened to like old old guys and old records and shit. I was kind of like just watch. You know, everything's YouTube now. I just watch YouTube. Quick. You know what like, sucks? I want to go back and watch all the Carlins, and even though they're HBO vehicles, they're not on HBO streaming services. Because oh. I would compare Vin Bruce style. Not that he like his style is completely that, but you go into these political diatribes that you know. Really work. You're saying Vin Bruce, the George Collins. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I oh mean, my god, how dare yeah, you? Know, I wish we had fucking video. We could see how much Tom's happy is the Tony Danza in this kitchen. Are you kidding me, Tony Danza? Who's the boss? Yeah, or Mark Wahlberg in uh, Unbreakable. Donnie Wahlberg, that fucking gross boss accent. So you don't watch specials anymore? A lot of I do. No, I do. Like especially if it's someone I like. Like I'll sit down and watch like. You know, I watch Chappelle like twice, whatever. I'll watch like Segura or like one time. One time I did like a binge where I watched like three, or four specials in a day. It's just tough, and it's like. But if it's a comic like I know I love, I I can watch it no problem. But like in terms of, uh, in terms of being able to like sit and watch someone who's just like I kind of want to just see what they did, but I don't really like know them or they're not that funny to me. Like Seth Meyers just put one out. And I'm not shitting on Seth Myers, he's not a stand up, but like I am hard pass. <laughs> I am hard pass. Yeah, but like I'm gonna I, I I put it on for a little while just for that reason to like, alright, let me see what he's got going on. But like I'm a guy it's just like if I'm if you're not if I'm not a big fan of you or what I'll do is I'll be I'll try to see if I will be a fan of you. It might be the first thing I've ever watched of you. But you got you got me for like for about fifteen minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes, and then it's like, alright, whatever. But I mean it's also an hour, like people don't understand. Like it's different when you're at like a live show, but like like, even Chappelle, I was like, when I wasn't even laughing, I was just like in awe. And I had to watch that over again. I actually want to watch it a third time. But, um, but just like, you know, no, I'll definitely watch. But I just love watching old clips of like guys I know I love. Like, and I know the joke, and I'll re watch them re say it like 30 times on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube suggestions, it's just like all comedy clips and conspiracy. I like that with, <laughs> murder with, videos. with uh, Patrice O'Neill's Elephant in the Room. I could watch pieces of that Hell yeah, it's forever. A classic. What about you, Ben Brew? You watching fucking specials still? Not really. I, I mean, I, I went to see Dave Chappelle. And, uh, oh, you see when he was doing that tour on Broadway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio yeah. City or Broadway? The Broadway. How sick was that? Yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. But uh, then I watched it and I enjoyed it, but I feel like being there was like... Who was... It was uh, so different than that. Was it Donnell with him? No, Will or Willie something? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's a guy, I guess he's been doing... Wasn't actually Larry? Said he uh, said he met him at like an open mic back in like the first week he went to New York. Really? Holy and, shit! Uh, yeah, pretty funny. Well, they used to do that milk crate shit in Washington Square Park. Tito and them were doing for a little bit. That Chappelle came up with um, some old guy. Scott Holt. That's his name. Well, no, Scott Holt is the milk crate. Are you talking about Charlie Barnett? I don't know. Somebody was doing milk crate shit that Tito used to go to. Uh, Tito would like plug, so I guess he was doing it with him. And apparently, when Chappelle first got up here, there was an older African American gentleman yeah, who would, would throw him up on a fucking like sixteen years old, throw him up on a fucking milk crate. Like, yeah. yo, there you go, buddy. Yeah, Charlie Barnett. So Charlie Barnett, yeah, he used to just do. He would just stand in like the middle of, of Washington Square Park with like no mic or anything and just fucking just talk. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's so it's so different now. Like, you can't get started like Chappelle did. Like, Chappelle rode a bus up here from D.C. at 14 to, like, do shit and, like, and bomb at the Apollo at, like, 17. It's just, like... And now, like, he's, like... And he's not even old. He's been fucking... Because he's just been doing it since he's fucking 14. You think he's 100 years old. He's, like, 45. But, like, he was... Yeah, I, I just couldn't... It's still... I still think... I still think uh, Killing Them Softly is his best... But this new one was so funny. I like the third one he came out with last time when he's sitting at the comedy store and he uh, brings up uh, Louis and shit. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, he did those four, uh, like two each time, back-to-backs. I get them all mixed up. He was supposed to do three, but I think the first one I wasn't a huge fan of and I think he threw in that extra one feeling like he fucking... The first one was he was in Texas, right? Then he did the comedy the store. South by Southwest. And then way before, and then before that, he did two others. Um, but the South by Southwest one was shot, like I think, a year or so earlier. One of say. them was docked from like a while ago. He one was just taping was shit yeah. for a couple of years, and then yeah. he just ended up putting out. And then the other, yeah, it was Bird Revelation. There was um, uh, Deep in the Heart of Texas, Age of Spin, and Equanimity. There was all yeah, four. I think two were twenty seventeen, two were twenty eighteen, or they all came out. In yeah, I, I can't pronounce that last word. Yeah. So um, <laughs> no. shout out to Rutgers yeah, uh, English degree. Yeah. Yeah. Rutgers <laughs> yeah, I can't say enemy. Um, I, I'll never be able to say it again. <laughs> no, I, I. The thing is with Chappelle is like I get it. He's a goat and shit. But like, uh, like him doing the being stuck in an Asian person's body bit on the on the like sticks and stones. Like he can he can do that well and get away with it, and it'll be funny because it's Chappelle. But like, if another guy did that, it would be so bad and fucking hacky and not funny. Yeah. I think. Well, I think he's earned the right to do that. Though. Oh yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He can fucking he can whip his dick yeah. out and, and, and make people <laughs> suck it if they want. If he wants, they probably would. He, yeah, they definitely would. I mean, no, yeah. he's fucking goat. It's insane. I'm looking forward to the um the no who did shoot that didn't come out yet. You know what? I think they all came. Bert out. just shot a couple days ago. Yeah, but a Bert just shot, but that's not gonna come out till spring probably. Yeah, probably. And um, Ari is about. I think Ari's in February, and it's three years removed. So like his should be a double negative was great. I liked it as a whole. Like you I gotta be an Ari it fan. Once. It's two specials. It's fucking. Yeah, I like Ari. I, I like it a and lot. And he does whatever the fuck he wants in life. He has the life. Yeah, I mean, um, he's been around for a long time. I'm trying as well. to think of something. I'm trying to think of the one that just kind of like like Segura always kills it and shit. Uh, Dalia. Netflix is just like you. You, you got a, you can get such a huge fan base off of Netflix. Like one Netflix special, like Segura just sells out everywhere from, but, his, from, from basically from his first Netflix special. What about like the overabsorption of like specials, like the sheer volume? What lot. do you think? I mean, it's fan? a lot. There's a lot of that. You know who just taped Morel? You know Sam yeah, Morel? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he's there. just put. He's the, one of the best Joker writers I ever saw, and he's just putting it out on YouTube. He's doing Schultz. Well, that's what Schultz did. Yeah. I mean, like my favorites, like right now, like I think anything Jesselnick drops is fucking flames. That guy. He has a three-year process. That was another one I just watched. Him, like, like a guy like him, I'll watch the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He has a three-year process, so he he's come out every four years for the most part. But yeah, he's so good. It's just like now you know this is gonna be good. And his titles are fucking hilarious. Yeah, but, they're, um, they're great. I think we're due for a Jim Jeffries one soon as well. Yeah, he's due. He's another guy who's just like a great, like, original, comedic, whatever. He's Sometimes he's a little too political for my taste, but, like, he's still great. Well, the gun control one was great. That got him fucking famous. I fucking loved it. Like, that shit was so fucking funny. What's like, I'm, I'm really... I'm not a historian yet, like, as far as that's concerned, but, like, I watch it just to watch it, just like you said, you would try some shit out. Yeah, like, try But, like, I think, like, that's part of being a comic is, like, you gotta sit through some terrible shit, you know, you gotta, 
you gotta watch it, you gotta listen to the process, you gotta go and do at least three spots a week, and that's something I missed for a year desperately. Like that's why I ended up throwing that festival because I felt like it still kept me like around a little bit. It, like I had something to plan, I had something to look forward to. I got threatened to be sued. I got uh, all types <laughs> of shit. Like yeah, that's yeah. I tried to make it to Jersey Shore Comedy Festival, and the fucking super I'm um, tough guy from Uncle Vinny's fucking threatened uh, to sue me. Yeah, why, shout he's out to that he's guy. That? He's a real piece of shit. Now, I called him to see what the room rental fee was or to see if he wanted to get involved in any way or have a showcase or something. And um, he told me there's um, no comedy in between Atlantic City and Stress Factory but him for a reason. <laughs> and then said, hey, Jersey Shore uh, Comedy Festival, I own a uh, trademark to it already. And if you try to do it, I'm going to send you a cease and desist and sue you. And I was yeah. like, get in line, prick. <laughs> and then, then I talked to my graphics guy, and he was like, just rename it, dude. You yeah, don't want this. Yeah. You don't want to pay me to do this. And then you get a cease and desist. And then, like, you're just, like, got a fucking shit ton of problems. Like, you know, it's not like you're, like, making money off this shit like that. Why fucking just be spiteful and cut yeah. your nose to spite your face? But, like, that, like, I think it's awesome that we're getting a scene down here. You know, like I said, people, you know, keep doing what they're doing. People are going to disappear. People are going to stop doing comedy. People are going to go elsewhere chasing it, you know, which is fine. But, you know, I think we got a good core. And, like, if you look, there's a cycle. Different cities pop at different times. And it's always, like, there's, like, a core group of people who came up in mics together and shit. And we'll see who can fucking put up with eight years of fucking, uh, you know, just going and doing it for bar. the love yeah, yeah. Going, going to the Brian Bar every Monday sneaking <laughs> up to the city hopefully the Ocean Grove mic bubbles I mean I stopped going to Anchors just because um, well it's off now yeah yeah but I stopped going to Anchors and shout out to Jess because it's really a thankless task hosting an open mic but like some people wouldn't even know comedy was going on and then like <laughs> It was, it was like, some people didn't want to hear that shit, you know, and that's what I'm learning about other rooms as well. It's like, yo, you can't just expect them to respect your art form just because yeah, you happen to be there that oh, night. Like, yeah. With, uh, with Joe Candrew and... Yeah, yeah somebody trying to beat him up. Yeah. Well, look at that on his YouTube page. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I saw Ryan Barry's video, and that was a classic. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. I'm like, I f- I'm not like one of those assholes who it's like, you know, they, a lot of them times they didn't know it was happening. It's just like... He doesn't feel like hearing me. I'm not going to just go at him for no reason. I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll respect him, like, whatever. But, like, you know, if he doesn't want to fucking... Like, he could have just left because it's not like they're going to cancel the mic. But, like, just fucking let him be. I'm not trying to get fucking hit in the head with a fucking fork by a guy with a neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I think Gordon ended up saying, like, I think it was something happened at stress. I don't fucking know why Gordon said it in what context. But he was like, yo, you are 100% right. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. But you also can get punched in the face. Like, oh, yeah. You know, and me, like, I talk shit. You know, I give it to motherfuckers. I don't care. And if somebody punched me in the face, it won't be the first or last time I got punched in the face. So I really don't give a fuck. Punching Don in the face isn't that big of a deal, in my opinion. Yeah. You don't get a trophy. I'm not Mike Tyson. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's Big, fun. doofy it's, white guy. It's fun down here, and there's definitely rooms popping up here and there. Now Angelo's got, you know, Brighton going. Now he's got that room in Delmar, which is going to be really good the first few times. Yeah, if fucking, if the state of New Jersey can stop being cocksuckers and let these breweries actually throw events, it'd be nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a great room already. And then, you yeah. know, hopefully the Ocean Grove thing works out. You still got Brighton and Hags for a guarantee consistently. Good Brighton's show. the most consistent mic I ever saw. Um, 
So yeah, it's, it's getting really good down here. You guys want to wrap it up? Fuck yeah, I gotta take a shit so bad. Oh great, I'm gonna leave that in. Oh, yeah, nice, do it. <laughs> All right, guys, Don, pull your shows one more time. Thanks again for booking me. All right, on, cool. Uh, March your soul, Yo. guys. Don't forget Boxing Day. Shout out to his training. This is Giannis Pops is hilarious. I'm gonna definitely yeah. try to make it to that. Yeah, you should come. I'll comp you. Well, free roller disco party afterwards. Let me tell you something. <laughs> take yeah. Take it back to this. freaking '92. Yeah, fucking so. Day after Christmas, Boxing Day, um, December 26. Giannis Papa's headlining. Gordon Baker Bone, Sean McDonough. I'm hosting. Uh, free with admission is a roller disco party afterwards. It's going to be a good fucking time. It's going to be a good mixed crowd. And uh, the 19th, me and Carl show at the Brighton. Uh, it's eight bucks to get in. March of the Special Soldiers. It's going to be fucking out of control. And uh, you'll see Tom Zappi in there himself and Vin Brew. you got a couple more shows to plug, including Pickles and Tickles. Pickles and Tickles next Thursday, December 12th, 12, 12, 19th. Come for the pickles, stay for the tickles. Come for the tickles, stay for the tickles. It's going to be great. All right, guys, this is Vin Brew and Don Harris. Just keep it basement, rate, subscribe, tell your friend, and uh, blow me. Thanks. Keep it Brewtown. Keep it Brewtown. We out.